sunshine, Janie, here this morning. I feel like maybe my energy is off the charts. Off the charts. Okay, this is, <clears throat> someone just sent me a message actually from yesterday's uh, Instagram stories. Did you see that my Instagram stories, I'm trying to just like tell them everything that I'm going do, to do during the whole day. And basically I'm like, hello, today, this is what my day looks like. And I think they're loving it. I gave them a poll. Let's see what the poll says here. I this said, is on, this is on your personal Instagram, personal Instagram. Basically, I'm just like, hello, today, this is what I'm doing. Good morning. I'm updating them on my cold sore. Basically, I need to like, and everyone's obviously giving me all of their tips for cold sore. 100% said, I said, so do we like it when I share my whole life story in the morning? And 100% of the people said, yes, no how one many, said, no how one many said, votes? <laughs> four votes. Ooh. Okay, wait, uh, 165 people voted already. One person said, please stop. Do we want to call out this person? She doesn't like me, this person. <laughs> Do we want to say her name? No. <laughs> uh, okay, we're just going to go with it was a mistake. She's just like, you know, that happens and you can't go back. You know what I mean? I think she really likes me. Um, but yeah, 164 people said, absolutely, we like it. Um, and I'm just going through, like I made, I told them what my kids had for lunch. Okay. And then I reminded them, this is also me reminding you that I want zero tips on how to feed my family. Good talk. Everyone, everyone. You, you might need to, to really push that message home because you are really a person that is super not into other people's advice. Absolutely no, I want, not. I want zero life tips, zero life tips. I, I don't want your tips. Um, so yeah, so basically that people loved that slide. That slide is getting a lot of haha, thank you, clapping. They're really enjoying that. So that's great. At the end of the day, I was like, you know what? It's my personal Instagram. So like I can definitely say that out loud if I choose to. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Um yeah, so my cold sore is still there, everyone. Um everyone's wanting me to take, um, a Briva and I'm like, I am on it. I am on, I basically, I put it on 97 times a day. Um, I have those patches that definitely suck. It's just like at that space where it's not like a, it's not a, a, a flat surface. Also, it's like right on my lips. So clearly I eat and drink and talk and chew. So I'm just, it's going smaller and smaller. It's just taking forever. It's, okay. it's, this is what's happening. It's getting less and less disgusting to look at for okay. another human being talking to me. Um, we're going away this weekend. Are you gonna lip? Are you gonna line your lip around it when you put your lip lip liner on? Or are you just gonna <laughs> go over it? Over lip or around. <laughs> lip liner is a serious job. Um, I so this weekend I did put it around. You could not tell that I had anything. I'm hoping by so what are we Wednesday? Yeah, I'm hoping by this Saturday that it's like all that's left is not crusty right now there's a little bit of crust mm. still still left yellow crust perfect yeah jeff is really loving that i have that in in my on my mouth he's like wow huh? this is really ruining our vibe <laughs> it might stay forever it's gonna go away it's gonna go away uh, i'm never gonna put myself back in this position it's the lack of the pills oh okay. um Absolutely. I didn't have pills. That's what happens when it, it, it came too quick and I didn't have the pills to 
control it. So and what my, normally, what, what's the process? You see it coming and then you take a pill and it doesn't come out? It doesn't come out. It doesn't come to this thing. Absolutely not. This is what are these magical pills? They're called Valtrex. They're like very well known for the people with the cold sore. Okay. They're like the pill that everyone's like, you need Valtrex. And I'm like, I know I didn't have, I never had cold sore before cold sores before. Like I'd say what, five years ago, maybe I started. Um, so one girl saw me with one and I was like, what, what do I do with this? Like, what? and she's like, oh, you have to have Valtrex anyways. And then people are telling me that like, I didn't have uh, my fill filling the refill? Uh, yeah refill. And they're like, oh, you just go to the pharmacy and they get it. They get the emergency like it needs to happen now so they will yes they will definitely give you um it's eight pills in 24 hours whoa eight, eight pills this big oh gosh yeah the pillage valve qu'on appelle ça yeah um so it's eight pills in 24 hours like you and you have to take four at a time oh my god i could never yeah it's, in I, it's intense i must have like a little throat or something because i like take a pill and i can like feel it Wow. Even a teeny, teeny one. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, so that's, that's the thing. So obviously I know about these pills and they're magical because the one that I, I kind of had obviously a cold sore brewing before the documentary and it like stopped it. Like basically I felt it, I saw it done. Like it stops where will you find it. But once it's out like this, like it's too late. Like the pill's not going to do anything. It's, it's, it's gone. Um, anyways, my doctor friend neighbor sent me a message and she's like, you could have called me. I would have given you a prescription. Like you can have that quite easily. I was like, okay. And then Dana also sent that to me. She's like, I could have given you a prescription for Valtrex. I was like, oh shit, I have doctors in my life that want to help me. Um, so everyone's willing to help me. And apparently there's also like some sort of like Valtrex cream that like it, when you see it and you take Valtrex, it's like, it's like magic. I just feel like Valtrex has been magic to me. So I'm never going to put myself back in this position. Well, thank you. Anyone listening who has a cold sore is feeling great that they have all this information. Anyone like me who's listening and has never had a cold sore is ready to move on to the next topic. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So I want to talk about so many things. How have you been? Good. Yeah. Things are good. Uh, guys, thank you so much for your support of our documentary. Um, it's been quite amazing. So on Monday, uh, this last Monday, our documentary went on sale, just the documentary, not the premiere. Uh, but I mean, that's what the people want to watch uh, for $9.99. And um, the sales have been quite epic. And you know what I love? I love that people, I, I see obviously the people purchasing it and I recognize some names and it makes me really excited. Like I see male names, which makes me excited that I'm like, oh, this person like is obviously in my mind. I'm like, I would be interested in this documentary. Two women ate some horns. I feel like, <laughs> like the universe is not making it as much of a big deal as it is. We ate Tim Hortons for a whole month. There should be a medal. There should, we should be on like entertainment tonight. Like, I feel like we should be on all the news. Like we did a big thing. I don't know why people are, I feel like it's like, they don't believe us. Like we reach out and it was like, we just ate Tim Hortons and made this really funny, epic documentary on it. Why aren't you talking to us is the question that I'm putting out there. This is an epic thing that no one has ever done. I think maybe they don't realize how funny we are. Maybe. They will, though, one day. Um, loving all the comments that the husbands are really, really finding it funny. I was going to say that. It's been so nice. And thank you, guys. For everyone that has, like, taken the time to send us messages after watching the documentary, you have no idea how 
amazing that was yesterday. I just had this like weird moment where I was feeling like I was just like in a meh mood, you know, some nothing, whatever. And I got this beautiful message from this person saying like that that they've we've helped her heal her relationship with food. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Like we appreciate those messages. And it's so cool because we did the premiere. And then it kind of died down a little bit for like four days. And now that we have the documentary on sale again, it's like new people are getting to watch it. Yes. No, I feel the exact same. Like just seeing people and I got a message from someone that's like, okay, I, I really want to watch your documentary. I'm going to get my husband to watch it with me this weekend. So please know that when you're purchasing the documentary, you can watch it this weekend. You can watch it whenever. Basically, you will have access to it until Netflix calls. So that might be really soon, everyone. <laughs> uh uh uh. I'm waiting. Okay. So yeah. So thank you for that link. Um, link to purchasing the documentaries in this podcast. Um, okay. We've also started to do some uh, blog emails. That's super fun. It is um, fun. Okay. I think that people will love that. So we were thinking about how we can um, uh, nourish, nurture, not nourish, nurture. <laughs> so close. <laughs> same, same. Um, our email list, because we do have a lot of people that... Um, are on our email list. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes I just want to like talk to them very James Smith style. So I'm on James Smith email subscriber list. And I do enjoy his like his pot, his um, email style, I guess. Vibe. Vibe. It's very just like, hey, bye. Like that's basically it. And I was like, Leash, I, we should do that for our email subscribers. That's super fun. Why not add something else to the things that we're already doing is what I said. Um, so on Mondays, you're going to get an email from Leash. So basically it's like just like a blog type email from Alicia. And then on Wednesdays, one from me. So that's super fun. So you can expect that as an email subscriber. That link is also in this podcast. I was going to say, let's add that link so that they can easily subscribe. So you'll get an email from us Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Friday is more like tips, recipes, you know, yeah. weight loss <clears throat> stuff. And then the rest is like more JNA. I'm actually going to wait and write mine on the road this weekend. I'm going to go fun. I, right? I think your subject should be on the road right now. Yeah. Coming home from Halifax, something super fun. Just write it right there and send. Oh, Bam. I love that. Bam. I love that. Yeah. Bam. Um, we do love to talk and to write about our lives. And I think that people, I know that people can learn from other people's experiences. Like, I think it's so impactful. That's why yeah. I think your maintenance lives on Fridays when within our membership, when you go live on Friday, that's why I feel like it's so impactful because you're not like, do this. You're like, I did this. I felt this way. This is what I learned. I really, yeah. truly believe the layer of learning is different when it's human experience. Absolutely. And actually I just went live and talked about how to apply content. So I told, I explained to our members if they really want to apply the content, because at the end of the day, we take in con every single person takes in content every single day without being in a freaking university course or reading a book. Law. Like you take in any type of content that long-term shapes your life. It might not change anything today in your current moment when you're scrolling on Facebook, but it affects your behaviors long-term when you take in that same type of content. Anyway, so I was just telling them that like by listening to content, there's sometimes there's mindless listening, which is totally fine. You're just listening to have that, have that content in your head and, and kind of like learn from other people. And you're not really thinking of doing anything about it, but it's just content that you're taking in kind of when you're like, you're scrolling on Facebook. 
you're not like doing anything with the content you're taking in, but you, you are learning things about maybe the people you follow or anything that you read or an article or just something that you see. It affects, it affects your, what you know and what you live and breathe and how you behave. Uh, but to apply content is really, you have to be in a space where you're, you're listening with intentions behind it. But at the end of the day, the content that we give at your weight loss is not like do this, don't do that. It's very much the content that we give them is a, a, a new way of thinking, a new way of seeing things. It's always about like, let's talk about this topic. Let, let me give you some experiences. Let me give you my point of view. And then you have to go. And almost like with listening to that, that's how you change your language. And then when you change your language, you change your behavior. But it's not, I always, I said this, you don't listen to a live and all of a sudden that's freaking magic and you lose 20 pounds because of that one live. I said, when you join your weight loss, it's not action driven, it's thought driven. And so you will see, I truly believe every time you press play, a change in your thoughts, but you might not see a change in your behavior right away. But I do believe so that when you keep changing your thoughts, long-term your behaviors will change and long-term you'll have that, that result that you're looking for. It's just, it's such a different approach that people are used to joining and it's like, change my actions right now, change my life right now, Tell me how to behave. Tell me what to eat. Tell me how to exercise. Basically change my actions, change my behaviors. And that's just not our approach at first because we want you to find your way. So that's why it's different. It's a little bit more harder to apply content at your weight loss because you are applying a different way of thinking, not necessarily a, a different way of doing right away. You'll figure that out later. It takes time. It does take time. And, and it, I think acknowledging that we recognize that it, it's different is important too. And maybe that's something we need to say more often uh, yeah. that we acknowledge that it's different than any other yeah. way you've tried to lose weight before. And you know, you're not going to, people are so used to joining actions, weight loss, like literally within the first four days. Uh, oh, absolutely. Like you, it's not very weight loss driven in terms of like our focus. Your weight loss is designed to change the way you think. It's not designed to change, to tell you how to behave to it's designed to change how you think, because we know that purpose or that change is going to lead you to the path of losing weight your way. Uh, but it's not weight loss today. It's not, that's not our, our design or our focus, you know? So knowing that is, is important when you join. Absolutely. Okay. So speaking of that, this is what I wanted to talk to you about yesterday. My mom, she says to me, Josie, how many calories do you think I should eat? Okay. I love her to death. You know that basically I cannot do life without my mom. So this is not me talking shit about my mom. This is me wanting to bring up that question with you and chat about how I responded to that question with her. And so if you are asking yourself that same darn question, uh, this is what I would respond to you as you are listening. Okay. Is, so let's this say this is yeah. a great opportunity to have this very real conversation. And isn't it crazy people in our lives? Remember a couple months ago when Neil said, okay, let's go do, can we do our routine in the basement? This just proves to you, you guys that like, Obviously, okay, my mom has been a year weight loss member for the day that I opened the doors. She does not miss a meeting. She sits in those chairs and she listens to my words, okay? She doesn't take a lot of in a con extra content other than the meeting of the week. 
but like she has access to Jose Carmine. She has access to me anytime and still asked me this week. You know what I mean? So it just shows to you how deep rooted. It, it has to be. It just shows you that it has to be from, from you. Like what, like the change has to be from you. There's that piece. Absolutely. The change needs to be from you, but it's also like my mom has already like obviously been in diets and whatever. Neil has already has not been on diets, but he is, has had access to probably diet words for him to think there's a routine and there's a thing and we need to exercise. Like there is this societal culture without you being in the diet industry that is very like deep rooted. There are beliefs in society that are deep rooted in every single human. It does. They don't have to be in the diet industry. Now, if you've been in the diet industry, I think there's trauma more, but there are still beliefs in the, in society that holy Mac, like it's, it's, it's crazy how it's like, it's tellement deep. So for yeah. her to still ask me that question after all these years is like how much work it takes to no longer ask that question. <laughs> like, Okay, so she says, how many calories should I be eating? That was the exact question, Point. period. I said, and I thought, calm down, take a deep breath, okay? <laughs> I said, what are your intentions behind knowing this number? That's a great prompting question. Absolutely. I will never ask you a question. I will only answer your question with another question. Please know that about Jose Carmi. <laughs> so I said, what do you like? What are your intentions behind knowing this number? And she said, I don't know. I just, you know, today I started to count slowly my calories. And then I am like, my blood is boiling at this point. Like she started to count calories. Is she serious? Okay. Does she even know how to do that? I, okay. Okay. <laughs> How? Like with a piece of paper? I can't. Okay. So I said, why are you looking into calories? I want to lose weight. No, not even. Wait, I'm going to go right into details. She said, well, I've been really maintaining the exact same weight for months now. She said, even we went to Florida, I stayed the exact same weight. She's like, this is basically, this is the weight I've been for a very long time. And I said, what does that mean, mom? What does that mean when we don't lose weight or don't gain weight? In my mind, I'm like, have I taught you anything? Um, and she's like, just stares at me. Okay. So I said, when you're not losing weight, you're not gaining weight. It just means that your current lifestyle, you are eating as much as you're burning in a run of a day. So that's just, that's what your current lifestyle has been telling you for months now. Okay. She's like, okay, right, right, right. Okay. So I said, now you're telling me if I understand you'd like to lose weight because she's never really vocalized to me that she wanted to lose weight. So I'm like, am I, am I hearing that you would like to lose weight now? She said, yes, I'd like to lose a, a few pounds. I'm like, oh, okay. So how does counting calories or knowing how many calories you need to eat? is really going to make you lose weight. And she's like, I don't know, like I need to know how much I should be eating to lose weight. I'm like, but you, the, your current lifestyle has been putting you in a maintenance. So you just have to eat less than you are right now. You don't need a number attached to that mom. 
I understand that it's sexy to know a number and you're going to count and you're excited. That's going to die tomorrow. That's not exciting. You're going to be annoyed with it. And it's also not a strategy that is going to ensure a calorie deficit or ensure weight loss. So I said to her, you know, your current lifestyle, you know, you'd like to be consuming less calories. You know how you live your life, mom. Is there any part of your life that you're like, eh, I could be consuming less of that. Or during that time of the week, I could be eating less at that moment. Or is there anything that you feel like we could talk about right now that would allow you to consume less calories? She's like, oh, my extra bites. I'm like, she's an extra biter. Okay. She wasn't before, but now she's like created that habit. I'm like, okay. Is that something you'd you think that you could start, you know, cutting? She's like, oh, absolutely. She's like, also, I don't plan any meals. She just like shows up kind of like I do. And she just shows up and eats whatever. So I'm like, okay, do you want to be more mindful when you're eating your food? She's like, absolutely. I said, can we talk about weekends as well? Do we feel like there is space on the weekends where we could be consuming less calories? She's like, oh, I'm like, perfect. See how we do not need to count calories to know where we could be consuming less calories in places that are very obvious to us. She's like, okay. I'm like, mom, I'm also on a calorie deficit journey. So I'd also like to lose some weight right now. She said, and I said, there are two things I'm doing. I'm being more mindful about what I'm consuming. So just as you said, extra bites, weekends, um, not just showing up and eating mindlessly at snack time or lunchtime. I just have more of a plan of like, okay, this is what I'd be consuming. I did not start counting calories, mom. I did not look into my calorie count. I know exactly where I can start consuming less. I also said, why aren't you walking? Like, why aren't you walking, mom? Like uh, you can, that you have nothing to do. Like you are, you are a retired woman who's all, you do not watch grandchildren all day. You do. You, this is it. Go for a walk, mom. You know that when she was a little smaller, uh, maintaining a smaller weight, she was walking every day. So that obviously helped her maintenance, her being on a, a smaller weight and not like massive, no, bit more because I've been slacking in that department. These are all things that will help you be in a slow calorie deficit without you counting calories that you're probably doing wrong. I know she is, you know, everyone is, everyone is counting calories wrong. So basically, um, tomorrow's uh, podcast that's coming out tomorrow is, um, wait, I have the title right here. Cause I was like, Oh my God, we need to talk about this. Did you see Dr. Spencer Nadelsky's post? Yes. I freaking loved it. Um, eating more than we think. Yeah. Perfect. Every human being. So tomorrow's Perfect. podcast, tomorrow's podcast, everyone that's coming out is me talking about you're eating more than you think and stop fighting it because your neighbor's doing it. Your, your husband's doing it. You're not a bad person. It's actually every human being is doing it. Every very common human being is doing it. Um, and we don't want to put everyone, like if you're in a competition and you're actually weighing your broccoli, whatever, that is not you. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are that is not you. Um, I just, I, I feel like that conversation needs to be normalized. I agree. 
Okay. So this is amazing. Like, I mean, that was such a powerful conversation. I'm sure people listening can relate to exactly the string of thoughts that happen in their brain. I want to lose weight. Okay. I need to count my calories. Okay. But then, then having that conversation and being able to have that conversation with your mom and say, are there areas? And she can easily identify specific habits, lifestyle changes. I want to know how it ended. Like, was she like, you're, how did it end? So before I go, a great, great question. Before I go to that, see how we both, two people had the same moment of like, I've been maintaining, I've been slowly gaining, uh, but she's been maintaining. Um, and also my mom, when she says maintaining, she's probably slowly gaining. Um, <laughs> but we both had the same thought of like, I'd like to lose some weight both of us, I'd like to lose some weight. I'd like to lose a small amount of weight, but that really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it's the same thought process that should occur. The minute you want to change your path in terms of gaining or maintaining or losing, it should be the same conversation, but see how two people had the different thoughts. Me, I'd like to stop gaining weight. Nick's thought, I need to eat less calories because that's how it works. I am eating at a calorie surplus, a very small one. That's what's happening. Her, I'd like to lose weight. I'm going to count my calories today. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And I'm like, but but I think what's what's missing in that thought process? Why go from I'd like to lose weight to I'm going to count calories? The, you know what's missing? Her belief in calorie deficit, her yeah. understanding calorie deficit. I truly believe that. I don't think she understands it still to this day. For her, for her to go to that thought is telling me she doesn't understand calorie deficit. Now, my brother, I'd like to lose weight. My brother lost 25 pounds recently. He thought to himself, I'd like to lose weight. His next thought, I need to cut in calories. He didn't say I need to count calories. I need to count macros. I need to whatever. He said to me out loud, I know I just need to like, cut on my portions. I need, I need to ultimately, what he was saying was I need to cut in calories because he knows calorie deficit. He believes in calorie deficit. He trusts it. He does not question it. Whereas my mom still, I truly believe. And, and things that my dad says as well, questions, calorie deficit thinks there's magic in not eating after 7 PM. He thinks that's why he maintains his healthy weight. That's how he lost his like last 20 pounds is because of the magic uh, not eating after 7 p.m. I'm like, buddy, it's because you cut calories by not eating after 7 p.m. I understand what he means. That was his way of cutting calories. But I think that we don't put, we shouldn't put magic in an action because the action itself is not necessarily putting you in a calorie deficit. No magic, no magic in an action, no magic in a food item. I also think a piece to when people go to calorie counting is the lack of knowledge with calorie deficit, but it's also the lack of awareness around how difficult it actually is okay. to track. I and love that. Like, like just that they're, you're giving so much power to this tool that 90% yeah. of people are using inaccurately. Oh, absolutely. And also not being honest with the fact that they don't want to do that. I, I I, it's do it's that. very much honeymoon phase. I'm sorry. Counting calories is honeymoon phase. Though. And also just because I'm thinking about it and I want to talk about it. How many people put tracking on a pedestal in their own life of like, this is how it works, but yet they've not lost weight in like a year and more. 
and they still track calories and I do tracking because you're not actually tracking them because it's not giving you any results. Okay. Who do we think that there is this person out there that we would say, when would you ever recommend tracking? And you can say never. What, what would be your answer to my question? Okay. There's a few situations I can think of. If there was someone who literally did not know how, how, like they just like couldn't find a way to make a change. Okay. And they tried calorie awareness and that still wasn't enough. Then I would say try and track, but the goal of tracking is not to lose weight. The goal that my advice for that person, the goal of the tracking is actually to create calorie awareness to realize where these extra calories are coming from, to understand what a portion is. So that would be my, my thing for that, that one person. Very short term, very short term, very short term. And, and, and making that very clear that it's and I short do term. Believe that most people can accomplish the goal of increased awareness without tracking, counting. without counting every single thing that goes in their mouth. I think calorie awareness for most people is more than a sufficient tool to create that for themselves. I mean, I am going to talk about this tomorrow on the podcast, but Pumwa says, stop fighting the fact that you are eating more than you think. In my mind, like when the scale, the scale is not, does not always tell the truth. I can drink three coffees and get on and I gain three pounds. That's not the truth. Now the scale does tell the truth after a while. The trend. Like, the trend is there. And yes. if the trend is there. And also the only thing that the scale says is what you weigh, not your worth, not if you are not successful, not if you're never going to lose weight. You're making a story out of it. You're making a story a story out of a number. The number is literally just what you weigh today in that moment. I don't know why the drama, but you're making a story and then you're creating drama. That's what's happening on the scale. All that to say, though, is that I don't ever fight what the skill has to say because I don't give it a definition more than what I weigh right now. And if the scale is not going down, I don't fight the fact that I'm not in a calorie deficit. Like I, I, for me, it, I don't know why we're fighting it. It's like, no, I, I am. I'm not eating a lot. Like it's not about, I'm sorry, you not eating a lot. You saying those words and you being in a calorie deficit are two separate things. And I don't know why we're meshing them. I don't know why we're meshing them. I, I don't calorie know deficit. We're fighting. I don't know why we're, and I also, you are not in a position to, <laughs> Um, uh, what's the word? I have a really good word on the, uh, you're not in a position to label yourself in a calorie deficit. You don't decide that. I'm sorry. Like, I don't understand why you would say you're in a calorie deficit. How you're not in a position to say that your body will decide if you're in a calorie deficit, not you. I just, I find that very interesting. And that's a comment we get a lot on TikTok. I'm, I'm in a calorie deficit and I'm not losing weight. I'm sorry. That is not a sentence that makes sense. Like it, 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 that's not true. That you, you can't say that. You you can't you can't claim yourself in a calorie deficit. Your body's going to decide that. If you're in a calorie deficit, it will lose weight. That it's not a decision you're making. It's not a diet. It's a state of being. 
I don't understand. That's the part that people really struggle with. <laughs> it's, it's physics. It's literally it's phys it's physics. It's literally physics. Um, and I, for me, it's very interesting why people fight that. Like they, they really do. And I'm seeing more. And again, this is the content that I'm taking in, but I'm seeing more and more of that, those TikToks of like, stop saying that you're not eating enough for fat loss. You cannot burn energy out of no energy. Like the energy balance does not like it. What you're saying does not make sense. And it's, it's such a touchy thing. People get so emotional. People get angry. Like it's, it, it's like difficult for us sometimes it real honest, raw moment. You, we, you guys are our podcast listeners. So you like us the most, hopefully. Yeah. And it's been 32 minutes. So you're a really dedicated podcast listener. If you're at this point, it's difficult for us sometimes to be as honest as we would like to be because of the pushback and our intentions are not to tell you you're wrong or you're bad. Our intentions are like, man, you must be so frustrated. You're not getting the results. What if you just accepted this? Then you could actually start until you believe that you're not consuming a lot of calories. You're never going to figure out where the spot is. You're never going to look for it. Exactly. I, I just would not want to live in that state of uh, confusion and that state of like, I'm, I'm stuck, like as in I have no options. Um, and that's why tomorrow's podcast, I was like, it, I, that, why are people so mad and upset when we tell them that they're eating more than they think? I don't understand why you're upset by that. It's not bad. We're not saying anything bad. We're actually giving you uh, an answer to your problem, but it's not the answer you want, but we're not telling you like, or making it that, that perception that we're telling you to like, well, you have to eat less and you're going to starve. Like you're making it that we're just saying you're eating more than you think, not more food, more calories. You and are consuming more calories than you think on average. And I'm not, I'm not labeling you. I'm not telling you that your body is telling you that. So don't be mad at me. You know what I mean? So when you're mad at yourself, like I'm in a calorie deficit, I'm not losing weight. You're labeling yourself as someone that's in a calorie deficit. Well, your body is, is proving it's proof that you're not. And, and you're mad. You're mad at that. For me, it's just not, we're not going anywhere with this. That's why. It's a lot. We could talk about this oh, all yes. day. Before yeah. we go, you need to tell us what your mom said. Okay. So I told her, I really, mom, I said, I know you, I know, and I know how life works. <laughs> and I said, you really do not need to track calories. I'm also on a calorie deficit journey. This is what I'm doing. She's very transparent with the scale. She has a great relationship with the scale. So I don't need to like deal with her emotions when it comes to the scale. Um, she's also, she has a, uh, um, a, I want to say a body, but she has the knowledge and the experience enough to know that how her body works and how, what she needs to do to lose weight. It's not her first rodeo. She's not a lost puppy who doesn't know things, but it was very interesting to me, uh, things about her body. Cause I do think that some people are very disconnected to what their body needs to lose weight and how they need to behave. My mom, I feel like she has that knowledge and that experience, but she also doesn't have the proper language sometimes and the proper steps to do it. And I think it's that calorie deficit piece for her. It was really like, I want you to understand mom, that all you have to do is cut back on calories and you will get your results, but you don't need to, there's no action, like particular action. She's like, you're right. You're right. It was just like having that open conversation. So we'll see. I'll update you. And I don't even know what her like does she does she why she wants to lose weight as well like sometimes she just like is in that state where she thinks she needs to as well um 
I like to like pick her brain a little bit sometimes on why she's doing things like in, in terms of that, just because that's who I am, but yeah. we'll see. And, and one last thing, guys, when we say, uh, when we put it in the world, when we say the words consume less calories, right? we always mean while prioritizing your happiness and your health and all the other things. We are not saying just eat less, like just suffer. Just that is not what we're saying. We're saying quite literally, oh, hmm, I consumed four pieces of fudge every weekend. Maybe I start doing three. That is what we mean when we say less. Because we truly believe, I truly believe that there is uh, room in everyone's life to consume less calories and still be happy. Like, I truly believe that that, that exists. I think though that people have like, they, when we say less calories, they think less of their favorite things, but it's yes. like you haven't like figured out the way to do it without the suck. And that's what we do at Your Way Weight Loss. By teaching you all the things that you can do while creating a calorie deficit, it doesn't sound as scary as just a say, eat less calories. Because eating less calories, when you just say that and you don't have the Your Way Weight Loss background and the intentions and the calorie deficit knowledge, that's scary. And that sounds like, oh my God, I'm going to be so hungry. We're so afraid of being hungry. The issue is not eating when we're hungry. Imagine if human beings were just to eat when they're hungry. Human beings are eating way past fullness. Human beings are eating really often when they're not hungry. And that is why we're dealing with uh, a society that is struggling with obesity, not because we're all scared of being hungry and we're only eating when we're hungry, you know? So there's a lot, there's a lot to this conversation. This was a 37 minute podcast. Woo. 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 And we weren't even sure what we were going to talk about. I love you so much. Never doubt us. Never doubt our ne talking. Never ability. doubt us. All right, you guys go check out the links attached to this podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening. We friggin' love you. We friggin' love this. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye.